turn off your television sets. Turn them off now. Turn them off right now. Turn them off and leave them off. Turn them off right in the middle of a sentence I'm speaking to you now. Turn them off. Hello, beautiful people, and those that are not so beautiful, you're still beautiful to me. This is on last week's episode, and I have with me a special guest, Helen. You're that way. I did it right. This is Helen, and she is going to talk with you with me about a show we think you should be watching called Run the World. It is on Stars. Episode one had eight episodes. Yes, eight episodes. They're about, are they half hour episodes? Yes. So it's not, like they're like 40 minutes. But you can run through it, I kid you not, in a day with no problem at all. Um, Hi, Helen. Hi, Dee. You want to tell the people about yourself, who you are, what you do, who you do it for? I don't know. <laughs> I'm Helen uh, on Twitter. I'm hacking. So, you know, if you want to follow me there, it's not really much to follow, but have at it. But if you want to follow, it is available. <laughs> it's, um, it's out there. We are we are trying to be efficient as possible. Also want to add, we are in front of a live studio audience. Hey, yes. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so, we really just want to get people to watch the show, mainly because it's great. And two, we don't want to get canceled. So, that part. With that being said... Let's get into just your general impressions of the show. What do you think about it? I loved it. Um, it started out a little shaky. The acting was a little like, mm. but you know, that's with new shows, with new actors, people who haven't been in a whole lot of things. Mm-hmm. It's to be expected. Um, so, you know, who knows? We might get a little breakout performance from one of these ladies at some point. Um, but I loved it. It was relatable to me in some ways and in some ways it wasn't because I'm not from nor have I ever lived in a very large city but um I liked it I enjoyed it I agree I thought it was very relatable as far as what you would think a black girl experience is it was fun to me to be able to see at one point all of them were in a relationship and it wasn't your typical um show where you have like we can talk about what we call the formula, right? Mm-hmm. Because most girl shows or women shows, there are four. There's a set of four. And really in life, it's kind of like that. Because I can name my four now. And that doesn't mean that it's only four. Right. They're interchangeable, but usually it's like four mm-hmm. at a time. The core group. Right. Because, you know, like we said, they living single, of course, is a very obvious reference with Eric Alexander being in, in the cast. Um, you know, Sex in the City, even the Golden Girls. It's just that that formula works. Girlfriends, it works for me. I like it. And it's it gives you a way to show how the women interact with each other separately mm-hmm. and together. How each woman has a purpose in your life and how you have a purpose in all of theirs. And it may be different. Your role in one of your girlfriend's life might be totally different from your role in somebody else's. Right. But it works. Because usually in groups of four women, you have two that are closer than another two. Um, so it's like she and I are best friends, but we're all friends because we went through this set of life together and we bonded. And that's kind of like my second four. I have many circles of friends, <laughs> but we all met my second time around in college and I'm really close with one of them, but I'm friends with the other 
two or three, it might be five of us, um, because <laughs> they are so close to her because they're close to my really good friend. So we all just ended up hanging out and I would do anything for any of them, but I would go for Sherry first. <laughs> because that's your girl. And that's right. just what it is. And with that in mind, we can go ahead and give a rundown of the characters. Now, I couldn't figure out when I watched it the first round, I've watched it twice, thankfully, because now I get it. Same. But I'm like, how on earth did all four of these women end up in Harlem, but they went to Spelman? It doesn't make sense. Now, from what I've gathered, it, it looks as if, and I could be wrong, but this is what I got. Whitney, Renee, and Ella grew up together. Yes. And they grabbed, and Renee grabbed Sandy while they were at Spelman. Mm -hmm. And then Sandy came to Harlem for school, for school. or for whatever. Yeah. And that's how they ended up together. That to me is very plausible because a lot of people go back home after they're done with right. whatever Especially their education New York. is. Yeah. And if you love it, like if you, if you <laughs> like where you're from, if you like your home, it doesn't make you less traveled or right. <laughs> or not as a, a greater person or have less life experience because you go back to where you want to be. You just like being at home. Yes. All right. So I want to kind of break down the characters and we'll kind of put their men in and what their <laughs> situations are. Um, the thing I like about this is that I don't really feel like there is a main character. I feel like it's more storyline driven. Um, mm -hmm. This season is kind of you have Whitney's wedding as a as an overall arc, but everybody has a story, right? And the way they spread everything out throughout it, it made me feel like there was no true star that right. they are really just incorporated in the show. Um, if you had to pick though, which storyline did you enjoy the most? Yeah, it's difficult. I enjoyed. Renee's the most. All right. She is the most ridiculous. Well, let's start with Renee. <laughs> this is this is how I want to see. Like, who will we break down first? Okay. Renee is the the bubbly, fun-loving, you know, fashion fashionista, hopeful at whole of the group. But she is married. So from what I can tell, she's in a very committed marriage. She's not, mm -hmm. you know, just in it for whatever. But her husband made a decision that yeah her a deal breaker <laughs> a deal breaker it is it is it, it really is a deal breaker and they've decided to divorce um the way they kind of had her going through the ebbs and flows of the depression or the the stages of grief grief about losing her husband because you can tell they just hit a part where they they love each other is very clear but she's bored and I think it's a good thing to put in there because it's not just marriage, but quarter life crisis is very real. It's very, very real. And I want people to like take away the stigma from it because it's not just, oh, you know, you're, you're thinking you didn't do anything in your life because it's not always a whole phase. Right. I know a lot of people say that you got to go through a whole phase and not always a whole phase. It could be you need to change up scenery. You need to change your job. You just feel change like you need to do something. And with that, that's exactly, I think, what's happening to Whitney. Mm -hmm. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Whitney is having a quarter-life crisis. We have two quarter-life crises. It, it, she, well, really, three. Everybody oh, but yeah. Sunday. Everybody but Sunday. Everybody but Sunday. Um, but we'll get, we'll get this simple. Let's go to, we'll go to Whitney. 
Whitney is the more reserved. Um, Jack and Jill. Yeah, definitely uh, a talented school. Ten. Yes. <laughs> and she's also the lighter one of the group. Um, of course. I think that was intentional, and I'm not mad at it at all. I'm not like, I really like it. And they actually spoke on it because there's a part where they're all at a party, the three besties, which is Ella, Renee, and Whitney are at a party when they're young. And Whitney kind of makes a point to say she kind of, <laughs> I dress down. You know, so that I don't outshine you. Yeah. And I'm like, Girl, bye. <laughs> I honestly, the, the best part about it to me is I don't think she meant any harm, but I really she, think that's what she thought. She did, but for her to have even said it to Renee, knowing Renee's personality, is yeah. like Renee was like, "Bitch, you're not doing me no favors. You don't have to, don't have to do anything for me. <laughs> right. Like I shine on my own, and I like the confidence that she had from mm -hmm. that. And um, but that's where Whitney is, and Whitney's getting married to Ola, who is by all intents and purposes. The perfect man. The best man. Like it, it mm -hmm. and that's not just us saying it because it's written for the show. He is he is the guy. Like he even said it. I am the shit and he is. He right. is a doctor. He is faithful. He is nice. He's kind he's thoughtful. He is kind. He um is has a personality. Right. <laughs> he's not one of those beautiful teeth. Beautiful teeth. I mean, like how are they real? But he's he's not that nice guy that has to tell people he's a nice guy. Right. He's confident in himself enough to know I am who I am and it's fine. And he loves her. Um, Whitney's crisis instead of divorce. <laughs> Before they even get married. Whitney does try to this. And it's not a whole phase that she kind of goes through. She just, just has sex with somebody else. And I think she almost immediately regretted it. And Not it wasn't almost. the act. I think she regretted it before she did it, but she didn't want to regret not doing it. Uh, oh, <laughs> look at you. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense, though, because like there's a part of her that regrets how she hurt Ola, but there's Certainly. a part of her that appreciates the fact that she did something selfishly mm -hmm. outside of the miss goody two-shoes that she is i mean she really is like they met young she moved her life for him repeatedly. that's how she ended up it seemed like she did it back in months. right three yeah. times repeatedly yeah yeah so and and the the thing i think that was the best about that whole thing is when she was explaining to him that she did these things she still didn't blame him she said i did right. these things i know i did them i made these decisions but that doesn't change the fact that I feel a way about them. Right. You know, it's not your fault. You didn't make me do it. You know why I did it, though. Right. I did it for you. Um, now, <laughs> speaking of people just moving away, Ella, who is probably one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. Like, gorgeous, ever. stunning, amazing. I don't, they're not even of words in the English language. I've, I've always asked, like, how do you know? And this is an internalized thing. I have no problem admitting it. When I see girls with no hair, I say, how did you know you were going to be that beautiful when you cut your hair? And I the answer it. is they did and they just didn't care, which Great. is badass. Much respect. But she is gorgeous, right? She's gorgeous. And she is also going through <laughs> a quarter life crisis. She's, this is her fault. Um, the whole job issue is not my biggest issue with her. She's got this thing going on at her job. She quit, I want to say. 
Is that what it was? Well, Ella, she she's okay. She's an influencer, <clears throat> and she thought that that would be enough to make her a Pulitzer winning right writer, writer or authoress, <laughs> as Maya Williams would say. <laughs> and it did not. Um, Want to throw in Erica Alexander right quick because that's yes. Barb. Barb is is a professional. She is a writer or journalist. And she tells Ella, hey, boo, you're like 30. What could you possibly have to write like? That's right. She wanted to write a memoir. A memoir. Nobody's going to read that, girl. (laughs) You're 30. Right? And she's like, you know, 100,000 followers say otherwise. And I love that they put it in there because... I podcast, you know, I, I have a podcast. I write on a blog. I'm not a journalist. And okay. I have no problem saying, hey, if you need somebody to interview you, you should get someone who knows what the hell they're doing. I'm just going to ramble. I don't, I don't know what else. <laughs> I, I don't. You've interviewed me before. I know, but. But but I feel you. But as, in a professional, I have very much respect for people who know what they're doing. And I don't know what Ella's background is because she may have a background in literature or journalism or whatever. She might have a degree. She may, but she didn't have enough experience to do what she was setting out. She wanted to write a memoir and it's like, girl, you haven't lived enough life. Yeah, and it bombed in her eyes. I don't even know how many copies she sold or whatever. It it may not have been a failure, but it was to her standards. Right. Because she really thought she was going to be like this New York York Times. Right. Yeah. so when that happened, the love of her life, her big. This is my her. problem with <laughs> Ellen. Okay. Anderson. I feel like she should not have. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> I feel like she overreacted. And and I say this, but and he he was not right either, but she overreacted. And we hate to hear that, but it's like, girl, no, you're doing the most. The man got a summer job and you cut him out of your life. It was the literal summer. <laughs> like, and from what I gathered, and, and I maybe it's been a while since I've watched it again, six months, but he told her, it's like, baby, it's like three months. Three months. And granted, the time frame he told her within was kind of it raggedy. Was it was wet. But, but. <laughs> However, comma, he told her, and it was only going to be for three months. The timing was bad because she was, it was right after her book in her eyes failed. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what she expected. I don't know if she expected him to stay. I I honestly don't know what it was because I got that they, it seemed like they were speaking while he was there. And then she just stopped Mm -hmm. talking to him. I guess the depression got the worst. The depression got worse. She cut him off, and then he stayed for two years. Okay, that is a bit extreme. I will say that. Like, I... but if you stop answering my calls altogether, <laughs> like if you if you stop answering my phone calls, and then I get the opportunity to stay here and do something that I love and make this money, why would I? Like, am I gonna fly home to see if you are okay? Yeah, I might call your best friend. Which is probably, what but they doing. probably weren't answering either. <laughs> because I, Satan, it's he's Satan to them, and I get it. Like I'm, 
I'm not saying that Ella or Sandy or Whitney are right by calling him Satan, but I am saying I get it. Right. Because what they see is my friend is sad. You're gone. You were supposed to come back and you didn't. Right. So to me, you say you ain't shit. And I'm probably don't know the whole story, of course, because who cares about the whole story? All I know is what my girl told me. And from that, I got that you are awful and Satan. And you is. abandoned my friend. And you find it Satan. So you might as well be might Satan. As well be Satan. Now, from the time they met when she noticed that he was back, the way they noticed he was back. <laughs> That's the issue. Right. He didn't call her. <laughs> it just happened to be in the club. And then he was smiling like, hey, 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 but the fact that they just kind of came back together and, and they kissed and it was like a real kiss with no words. Well, was, there were words, but I mean, yeah. there was no like they didn't miss a beat. It was so familiar. I'm like, oh, they're totally getting back together. Yeah. Right? It was absolutely, it was, you knew they were going to get back together, but I think, and this is why I feel like it's so realistic because in my mind, I'm the friend that's like, if you like it, I love it. Mm-hmm. And I can kind of recognize like he wasn't trying to hurt you with this decision. And if y'all are going to get back together, cool. But you do have the friends that reacted like her friends did. And it's just like, nah, fuck that. I don't, don't get back. You're perfect. The segue is perfect because now we're going to get into Sunday. <laughs> now, of all of them, so- my guess is that Sunday's younger than them. It may not be by a lot, but it just seems like she's, if she's not younger, she might be like right there with them. But it just feels like she's younger. Ella turned um, 32. I think Sunday's probably like 29, 30. Yeah. Yeah. And, but her wisdom <laughs> seems her to be a little, a little different. She's, she's in a relationship with um, Matthew, who has a beautiful daughter named Amari, and she's four. She's got to be older. I have it like seven. She got to be like six or seven. She's, She's too seven. smart to be four. Well, I mean, if your four year olds that smart, <laughs> no shade. I'm just saying. She's got to be like six. Or seven. Maybe she's been in her life since she was four. She, yeah, she's four. been in her life since she was four, and I guess she's seven now. She's like six or seven. Um, she's a sweet little girl, and um, I don't know where her mom is. They don't they talk don't about her. She she just lives with her dad. I think and she's probably dead. Matthew <laughs> is. A tenured professor or something like He's that on the tenure track. On the tenure track at the university that Sunday is attending, and this is her master's PhD. Something she I hope it's a PhD. It is a PhD dissertation. She's got a dissertation. dissertation. Yeah. So she's trying to get her PhD now. The thing that was interesting to me about their situation was Sunday was very reserved about their whole situation because, of course. It's a student-teacher relationship, the dynamic we all understand with me too, and all of these things that very much should be in place. It does kind of muddy the waters for consensual relationships on that level. Absolutely. Um, Because there is still the power dynamic. The thing that I liked, though, was that Matthew was very willing to blow it all up. It's kind of scary, though, because I'm like, she's great, but uh, you're just going to, like, just... You just blow up your life. Oh, and he said it. He said, and I was willing to risk yeah. all of this tenure. Like, sir, that's, because you I'm live in a brownstone. Yeah. How you going? And I'm like, that? I'm thinking, because when they had the, when they, they, they got caught, right? Because they're kissing in the park. Like, it's all good. <laughs> and they got caught, which is I fine. Mean, it needed to come out. 
they got caught. But when they were at his house, he said it belonged to his parents. I'm thinking he's a second generation rich kid. Probably. Maybe. And maybe that's why he wasn't that concerned about losing. And it. maybe he just, you know, I can get another job. I don't know. I've been working at this university for 20 years and now I'm just getting a new job. I don't know. But you and you have a, a child <laughs> to take care of. And you're baby. in Harlem. This is it's not cheap to live there, right? It's not. That's some love. Even if you don't. And whatever you got, Sunday girl, sprinkle it. Spread it around. Because <laughs> we need it. All right. So with all of that, these are the overall situations we have with our four ladies um now the show in itself has shown kind of everybody moving towards something different um mm -hmm. well i say a split um ola and renee are kind of in limbo when it comes to their job and their relationship oh, i mean i'm whitney. sorry now ola, whitney and renee and oh, sandy and ella are kind of moving towards something else. Mm -hmm. like Ella's gonna try and write another book. And Sandy is, she got a man, she's about to get a new, what do you call attending? It's not attending, it's- <laughs> Advisor. Advisor. But I don't, <laughs> I wanna great. see how that plays out because I don't like that Batiste too. You don't. So do, okay. So let's talk about Batiste for a second. Batiste kind of implied that Sandy came up and others have tried and failed, but Sunday caught her fish pretty much. Sunday ain't like it. Now, I'm glad you said it because <laughs> I was kind of like, Ella, I'm like, eh, maybe she ain't made nobody. She's not wrong, but she should not have said it to her. She shouldn't have disrespected her in her house. And disrespected her in her house. It was disrespectful. She's she, also a professor at the university. And then I didn't like their exchange when she went to go ask her. She was really smug. Like, she was like, yeah, maybe I will work with you. But like, girl, you know that my whole future at this university depends on whether or not you work on me. Are you really going to be petty about this because I'm dating your friend? I think she feels like Sandy is using, is, is under Matthew more than she realizes. So I, I, it's it's coming off as shady. I give you that, and it's 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 not giving. I'm I'm trying to look out for you. It's giving very much, you know, mm -hmm, whatever you you, mm -hmm. you fucked up as she said. But I honestly think she's like you can't see what's happening and how much you are following his lead because you love him. But at the same time, when she said, you know, as soon as she called it out to her, she was like, you know. This seems like his research. Mm -hmm. What about what you want to do? Mm -hmm. And she said, well, actually, this is what I want to do. And she just went straight forward. She was like, yes, I can get you 15 pages in two days. Like, you know how many days it would take me to write 15 pages at this point? <laughs> and she really did. She, she really did. She did. Um, so with all of that, we kind of got you a, a, a overview of the women. We try and not spoilers. to spoil it because we want you to watch it. But it's nothing like you still got to watch it because... There's more. So much more. Which has which was your favorite episode of the eight? My favorite episode of the eight was I Love Harlem, episode number four. It just it was fun. It was it reminded me of me and my homegirls and how I wish that we still lived all in the same place, close to one another, so that we could just roll up at each other's door and be like, get in, we're going shopping. Like, let's yeah, go. Pull up. 
Like yeah. it was really, it was really good energy in that one. It was also the one where we kind of had a dark. It, it, I like the way it was done because it was a happy episode and exciting. And in the end, you get the the caught up thing where I don't want to spoil exactly where the thing is, but you get a dark twist at the end, and it's like, dang, after such a great day, right? <laughs> what are you doing here? You just just came in the morning. Um, I agree. I think four was my favorite. Um, and then that finale. And the finale, I think, uh, was cool because, like she said, it showed they they had a day where they actually introduced another friend. So mm-hmm. it became still the, the four without Whitney. But there was still that same mm-hmm. formula because, what's her name? Hope. Hope. I love oh. her. She's so I, ridiculous. I love Hope. Hope. Hope is everybody's center. That, but also she's that other friend. So you yeah. got your group and she's like the one that your your one best friend in the group doesn't like. You. <laughs> and it's like is And there's no reason she shouldn't like her because Hope's great. She's just she's just very uh I guess she's very southern. Is she? She's very southern. She's bubbly because they're why is she southern? I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking, she's from I'm thinking maybe she's family. She might be Whitney's family. Maybe, maybe your cousin. Yeah, I'm thinking their family because yeah, it it makes no other sense. It makes no sense. But hope is there, and they have a bachelorette night, which <laughs> starts swag, and they but they don't need anybody to make it better. It got right. better it got with better just with the them. four of them in a hotel room sitting around That's being goofy, being silly. Have to ever get to the weed? Hope did. <laughs> Hope dear for sure, cause she. Uh, remember she was sitting in. The chair. Oh yes. Yeah, um, but they showed us um, Sandy and Ella doing. I'm mean, sorry, S- Sandy and Renee doing mm-hmm. their old Spelman yeah. college dorm. Whatever that was, and it's real. By the way, my it friend went to Clark, and they legit have like dorm sororities. Tuskegee has. They don't have dorm sororities, but it's they do. Sorority, but it's like well, a- I mean, I know some schools. Like it's the freshman step show from our audience. HBCUs do, and they do. They do. They practice for it. If you, know, you couldn't hear that from our studio, thank you, thank you. Our valued guest said <laughs> the freshmen have a step show that they do, and the is it set by like is it each dorm? It's by like residents' lives. Fashioned. Sometimes some of the Greek organization oh. people will come help. The dorms do a step, so so I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> so it's like the um, it's like the episode of a different world mm-hmm. when they yes. get the yes, Gilbert Hall and blah blah. Oh, okay, cool. but they do it to like foster bonding so that you all have to be here practicing for this thing and to know each other, to know each other, and you live in the same dorm. And there's like pride in dorms at HBCU. I never had that because when I lived in a dorm, I went to PWI, <laughs> and then when I went to HBU, I lived at home. So I didn't get Our studio audience lived in an honors dorm and didn't have to participate. Yeah, shout out to Hard Honor Steelman College. Well, yeah, baby. Uh, so we, I think we've pretty much gathered everything. Um, season two. What are your expectations? There better be a season two. There better be a season two. Y'all go watch it. 
Watch it again. And watch it twice. And before you get to that, the formula is good. We don't need an hour episode. No. It doesn't need to be. I can do 10 episodes, I think. I can I'd be did. okay with 10, but like the half hour Maybe works 13. for me. Is that a thing? Can we do 13 episodes? I'm with 13. I'm cool. As long as they have out. Yeah. Like, and I'm not surprised that this was a short episode because it's the inaugural. Yeah. Season. And even then, like, I prefer to like let it build up and then watch the whole thing because because we've we've gotten to a I've point, now to that point in my life. Can't wait a week yeah. to see the new one. Because then I start watching other stuff that comes on different days, and I can't remember what comes on. It's a lot. And then you get weirded out, and the storylines run together. Yeah, yeah. But with that said, season my two. season two expectations or what I want to see. I I want to see Whitney happy, mm-hmm. whatever that means. Um, I want to see. Is it Ella? Yeah, Ella. I want to see Ella get a reality check. Because I feel like the one that she got about her book flopping and I want Barb to just really grab her and shake her. Just shake her. Because let me get into that. Go, that's why we're here. When she went and talked to Barb, was that a flashback when she get Barb offered her the job yeah. and she was like, okay, that was a, it made me so mad. Yeah. So I want Barb. Barb is a saint because even after that, she gave this girl a job. That's why I want to make sure we talk about her. Yeah. And it was a bottom of the barrel. Get on this online social media, writing these soldier boy pieces. But she needed it. But I don't think she learned anything from it yet. And I want to see her really get her lesson from that. Will Anderson be helpful or, or hurt her in that? Because Anderson's very much, this is trash. You're better than this. We, we will see. Okay. Only time will tell. Um, Barb is a saint, by the way. Barb and is a saint. Barb is the is the elder that we want that allows us to make the mistake. And after you make it, say, "Come, come, child, here mm-hmm. in this bosom of mine." Now, I want to see more of the bartender, the she lady bartender. I love her. He was they saying I'm talking about own like yeah, but but Barb allowed her to fail, brought her in, and was like, "Hey." It hurt, didn't it? Cool. Let's do it this way this time. And, and maybe it'll be better the next time. And I honestly think Barb will let her fly off, fly mm-hmm. the nest and fall and break a leg again. Yeah. I, I'm not sure how many times she's going to. I want to see her get out of that cast and never get back in love again. Okay. That's what I want for, te- for her for season two. For the other two. Other two, Sunday and Renee. Renee. I want her to get this divorce final and keep wearing bomb ass clothes. Like the the one episode where she was complaining, I think it was episode three, she was mad about the slit in the dress. So, <laughs> so then they show this montage of her wearing, oh, it was the therapy episode. That was the one. I really like that episode. She, had all, stuff she had all this stuff at church, and the lady was like, but that's my kind of carrying on. Like, if you got it, put it on. Why not? Um, I just want to. I want to see her get her divorce final. Get that man out of her house because he say he gone, but I don't know. I think he is. Now here's here's my problem with them. Um, I feel like Jason is going to flourish once they get a divorce, and I'm not sure how Renee is gonna do because she's moving into a new venture. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she was wrong for getting the divorce because what he did was very irresponsible. 
I think that she's going to flourish too. Because, you know, she's got this new thing that's going on. Oh, that was, that made me feel so good. I was like, yes, quit your job. <laughs> Do it. Quit your job. Don't quit your job. Don't quit your job. But quit your it. job. But don't quit your job. <laughs> Make a plan, then quit your job. Or quit your job. <laughs> but this is the sign. This is the sign. If you were looking for a sign, <laughs> this, this is it. Quit your job. Pray one more time. And when he tells you in a dream to quit your job, don't quit your job. But go ahead. <laughs> But I I think she's going to do well, but I think that she's the type of person that'll still be upset that he's doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, you happy without me? Yeah. Like, even though I'm happy and I'm over here living my life, I wanted you to be miserable because you, you know, she hasn't dealt with the hurt and she's going to deal with it in season I, two. I wonder though, when, when that happens, is it more so, not necessarily you want people to be miserable without you. But the realization that maybe you were holding them back were the reason. And that's got a sting. Right? Because it's not intentional. Of course, you're not meaning to be right. a hindrance. But to know that you were like this person is living their best life after they <laughs> after I'm leaving. And then after I left you, like you didn't even leave me. <laughs> I left you. I left you and then you went off to flourish. How dare you? How dare you? But you're not gonna just out there give away all my money. To <laughs> yeah, some... he, he's he's doing the most. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah. do you think the community pain? Community pain. We can tell you this. Um, certainly. I know it happens, and I'm not shading them. Like it's not a thing. We've we've talked about. Uh, it's a slur. I'm not gonna say it. Sisters, right? Oh, and yeah. um, I I know it happens and the fact that they were so cool about the dude just kind of being what he was makes it clear to me that there are no hard feelings about it now whitney tells ola a lie Mm -hmm. in her confession do you think that's gonna come back around yes of course because there there's no reason for him for them to show that one he's in their circle he is but if he's he's in the circle and they've met twice. I think he's a messy bitch who loses her drama. And I think he's kind of like he was feeling her. He's met, yeah. And like didn't expect her to be the type of girl to treat him like everybody else. Of course. Like because you, she's not. You have this idea of what a fun girl is. And that's Renee. She's not that's a fun a, girl. Whitney's not a fun girl. Willis, Whitney's classy and drinks champagne in the club. This could be my wife, you know. But, but then not. once he goes to see that she just, in his mind, she's just trifling as everybody else. He's like, what while, Meanwhile, he is the trifling one. He has fucked all four of these women. <laughs> everybody. Everybody else. And, and we'll continue to. Like, right. Like, and then he'll stop. But I do think that's going to come back around. He's a messy bitch who lives for drama. I just know it. Because the way he looked at Ella's party, yeah. like when he before he walked out, Cause he I was remember. like, it's I thought it was gonna like, come back around in season one. Honestly. I did too. I did too. When I when she lied, I was like, no, <laughs> like you putting it out there, go on and put it on. Don't, don't 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 lie. If you're gonna tell him, then tell him, right? That's the next question. Do you think she should have? No, absolutely not. You already know how I feel about that. Absolutely. She should not have told that man. She should have taken it to her grave. Here here's my problem. Okay, I'm gonna cheat, and I'm just being honest. It's gonna be a very ridiculous answer she should not have told him she should have but 
I do understand one why Sunday told her she should and why she did because I think Sunday knows Whitney well enough to know that it was going to come out eventually. Like you're going to tell him eventually. You can't. You can't not tell him. You shouldn't, but you can't not tell him. So because of that, if it's going to come out, the best time for it to come out is now. now. But it's when we're in the delivery room for you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's the thing. I think Sandy gave. I think Sandy gave her that advice because she does know her and she knows she wouldn't be able to live with herself, and obviously it would have come out. But I think Sandy also gave her that advice from a selfish place, um, because she thought maybe Olu, I don't know, maybe would react better. But I hate his reaction was trash. Maybe she was disappointed in Whitney, which I mean I was yeah. too. Yeah, I, mean, I, even I, I was like, it. you go, girl. Like, I got it. I got it. <laughs> I, honestly, I understood why she did it. But I was disappointed in her because, like, I mean, if you're going to do it, just do it. And then just move on, move on. Right? Like, and that's what you're trying to do. But you know thyself. Right? Like, I, mm-hmm. I know who I am. You know who you are. She you had know to there tell are certain things, even, even when you are tempted, you know, you know that it's not going to. But she didn't because she was questioning whether or not she actually knew herself because she had not ever done anything off the path in her life. Reasonable. True facts. <laughs> it's a very sticky she situation, which is why you should watch she the show. You should and let us know show. what you think. What she should have You're going to say no. She should have thought. <laughs> she should have thought. You're going to say no. She should It is always... My response. I don't care what the situation. You shouldn't go. keep keep that shit, Tisa. But again, it's mostly though because it's selfish. You are not. You are only making the person have to deal with deal what, what you have did. done. So they have to. They have to accept it and move on, and then they can't be mad about it later. Like that's honestly the deal. Because if you forgive me, you gotta let it go. <laughs> right. That's just. That's just true. That's true. This. If you say you forgive me. You cannot bring it up like it's like it never happened. I mean, right. it happened, right? It, it happened. So, I also don't think she prepared herself well enough to tell him. She wasn't ready. She didn't. I, she didn't prepare herself for the possible reaction. She, like she thought, she thought he was gonna have a reaction too, a better reaction. I, I don't know what she thought. <laughs> I really don't because I don't know. I, she didn't her prepare herself properly to cheat either. She didn't prepare she didn't. herself for any of it. And she was just out here all willy-nilly. I, she just kind of went went for it, which, which I get. Because again, this is where the whole quarter-life crisis comes in. You make weird decisions. You cut off all your hair, mm-hmm. which is what she should have just done. She should just, just cut her hair. <laughs> just, whenever you're making a decision, or ask people. For a threesome. Hmm? Or, and then she would have got that reaction and then known, oh, 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 I was just playing. No. She should have cut her hair because just cut your just hair. Cut your hair. Like, just seriously. Or dye it in a weird color. Like, or dye it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cliche, but it works. I'm telling you because there, it's just, it is really just you needing to, to control something. Don't run up the tab on your credit card. Just do something. Like, she, I can't Buy believe she didn't go talk to her therapist about it. But the reason... Her the therapy wouldn't have helped her is because she did. I don't think she was truly honest in her therapy until after that happened. No, which was also another thing. I was surprised they didn't have a black therapist, but it happens. Like it happens. You, it it does. Sometimes you just get one and you like, well, shit, you you're it. And Rosie oh O'Donnell God. looked good. She looked great. Oh my god, she looked great. The gray was working. 
but yeah um that's pretty much it y'all we we really long story short can't tell love the show um it's not just because it's black girls it's not just because it's four of them it's not just because they're in their 30s and they're educated and they all have men and it's not the same you know style where you got this girl that's a, that's a mess and this girl that's broke and this one is the f up and this one is the total package they are all a mess a mess and they are all successful and they're all happy and they're all sad and they're all complicated and i love it because and they like you said they are all got equal storyline time like yeah. everybody has a story and they all work together and separately yeah. they work because that's how our real lives are. Like you got stuff going on that I don't really know about. But one day I'm probably gonna find out about it because it's gonna come to a head or something's gonna happen big. And you be like, oh what? I damn it, I didn't tell Did you. I tell you about that. Exactly. That's, that's how Sunday was. I can't believe nobody told you. I can't believe nobody told you. You know, it's like right. Why did anybody tell you? And that's the other thing. You do have like a friendship circle where you know what you can say and what you can't. Right. Right. Like there are certain things that. You might not tell Nat, but if there's something I tell you and you do tell her, I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, I cannot believe you told, you know, because it's yeah, what it is. Right. Yeah. So we know each other. They know each other. Um, I love that they have Amari in there to show like this whole blended. Well, it's mm -hmm. not even a blended family because you don't know what her mama is. Did she die? Did she die? My thought is that she's either dead or she's a crackhead. And, and honestly, in season two. <laughs> Honestly, in season two, I think that maybe it will come out, and I just haven't thought that maybe it's a past. I don't know. It could like, be, but the the reason why that that is always the first thought is because you don't you rarely see a man just have the child voluntarily, right? Like I just want, and that, we're not saying that y'all don't, because you know, shout out to y'all. I'm sure. Shout out to y'all. I actually know a man who has his kids because he wanted them. Um. But usually they don't take they just don't take children from their mother, right? Just because, just because. especially if she's fit, like yeah, you know, yeah. But if she's you know maybe she's busy or maybe she's a you know investment banker, international pop international, star, whatever, and she's just off, and it just makes more sense for him to have her. But I would like to see her next season or just see where she, what her what story, her story is. is. I don't have to see her physically, but I would like to know if she's what what realm <laughs> um, is she among the living, right? Um, I'm with you. I I like Anderson and Ella because I just like the whole romantic love, so sweet. black love, beautiful part of it. However, I don't know. Uh oh, y'all. <laughs> I don't know um, how it will be sustained. And I hope it doesn't like that they don't break up over something stupid. I hate when shows do that too. Like, of course they will though. But it would fit if it were them because Ella is still so volatile. She is, and especially if her book this time doesn't do what she. You does. asked earlier. I think he'll help you with her book, help. but but he he with her learning hurts. her lesson. I don't know. He hurt her the first, and that's what Sandy was saying. The reason your book is not what people expected is because of Anderson. You had them thinking it was going to be one thing, but you're in love, and now it's different. So that's not his fault, though. I mean, great that she's being loved and she's happy. Right, she should be, but. Can't write a book about something you don't know. All right. Um, so yeah, that's it. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this review recap. Mm -hmm. Please watch the show. Watch um, it. Comments, suggestions, whatever else, you can hit us up on Twitter at the KWC blog or H.A. King. 
and we will respond. Please be nice though, because we black people. Yeah, that's what nice we do. Talk nice to me. <laughs> also, go to thekidswearcrowns.com. Appreciate you very much. And if there is a season two, we'll probably be here. We may even recap them weekly. We don't know. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Till next time. Peace.